Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. Happy Thirsty Thursday. I hope that your day has been pretty well. I know, as I mentioned before, some things have been opening and we can do a little bit more than we could before. So that's been good. I also started one of my part-time jobs back up last week. So I've been able to get out of the house a little bit. Um, still going a little stir crazy, but it's fine. It's to be expected. Um, but I hope you guys are doing well and I hope you're able to get out and do a little bit more, of course, being safe as always. Um, because still, still an issue. Like it is the coronavirus is not gone. So we do need to be smart about it and be safe and keep our hygiene practices up and our cleaning practices, um, in order to stay safe. But it is nice to be able to kind of go out and do a little bit more than we could before. And on that note, I decided that since, you know, we're allowed out and people are interacting with each other a little bit more, that this week's episode should be about first dates, kind of like a first date 101, how we feel about them kind of thing. So let's dive into this week's episode. A little while back, through a handsy-dandy Instagram poll, I asked you guys what type of topics you'd want to hear Um, if I swapped out for like my story and experiences that I'm used to telling you guys on the podcast versus topics or issues that you guys are actually like experiencing. And someone had mentioned first date etiquette or like a 101 kind of topic. So I thought, why the heck not? Let's go ahead and do that episode because it's pretty relevant for a dating podcast, I would say. Um, and so I asked you guys about some topics and subcategories for this episode on Instagram, of course. Um, and for this episode, I'm actually going to break it down into those categories and tell you first my kind of opinion or feedback on the topic and then give you the feedback and the answers that you guys gave me on the topic as well. And we'll discuss. I'll discuss. We'll discuss. Because, you know, I love hearing you guys in my DMs with your feedback, your opinions, your criticisms. Honestly, whatever. Send them to me. So if you hear something on this episode that you like don't agree with or you have something to say, feel free to tell me. I'm all ears. So I know dating is still really hard in these times, like today, even with some things opening back up and people, you know, kind of taking more of a chance to actually go out on dates. And now that you can actually, at least here in Florida, go into a restaurant and have a meal, um, or go do something because businesses are open again. Um, I know it's still difficult, but we can still get creative while being safe, of course during times like this and kind of put some of these first date 101 topics and information to good use. So let's get started with our first category. I did want to start by saying that all ridiculous answers that were sent in have been filtered out. Thank you to those people for that. You know who you are. I know who you are. They did not make it. Sorry, not sorry. 
Anyway, moving on to our first category, it is the question, what makes a good or a bad first date? And so we're going to start with what makes a good first date? For me, I honestly kind of go in with not too many expectations. So what makes a good first date to me is just somebody that I can talk to really easily who, you know, will talk back to me because I do tend to talk a lot. I do like to talk a lot. Someone who wants to get to get to know me and who will answer the questions that I have for them. And they're always respectful questions, nothing like too crazy. Um, but the way I kind of go about dating in general too, though, I like to talk with somebody that I plan to go on a first date with a little bit more through like texting or, you know, Snapchat or something. Well, definitely Snapchat. So I know that they're not a catfish. Like, hello, if you are not confirming that your date is not a catfish before you go, you should be doing that. And two, I do like to get a little rapport with my dates before I actually go on a date with them. Because a lot of times I can already tell if we're not going to vibe or not through text messaging. And like, I won't base everything off of it, but if like texting is not going well, I know the date's not going to go well. So a good date for me is honestly just like going and doing something fun or going to a place that has good food. It doesn't have to be like crazy expensive or fancy. Um, It just has to be good food, good company, good vibes, because if you like, it's the vibes are off. I know that sounds like so like good vibes but I mean that matters so to me as long as I can talk to somebody and we have like good conversation they're respectful they seem like as into being there and being on the date as I am because like I said I like kind of you know vet the situation before even going so obviously I'm somewhat kind of really to a point interested that was like so roundabout but I'm a little bit more invested when I decide to actually go because I took the time to kind of decide while getting to know them a little bit before meeting if that makes sense it's kind of confusing but to me it makes sense so as long as somebody's like into me on the same kind of level we're having a good time we're talking we're you know laughing like I like to think I'm somewhat of a funny person so I like to make people laugh too and I want people to make me laugh so if we have like the same type of humor and stuff too that's big positive for me so I guess to kind of like categorize all that good vibes good conversation good food or activity to do and laughs that's the recipe for a good date for me now you guys had very very similar you know things that you thought made a good date I'm not going to go by like names so I'm just going to go as a collective so we have conversation and laughter and then immediately after was good conversation very important um dinner at a place that isn't named after a fruit or vegetable that's hilarious (laughs) or a nice ethnic restaurant 
I love trying some new types of food too. So that is also, I agree, that's a good sign of a good date. Minus all the other things that need to be included. But if you're like trying to go eat some good food and even try like a new type of food you've never had before, props to that. I really like that. And it's actually kind of funny because the person I'm seeing now, we went on a first date to a restaurant I'd never been before and we ordered escargot which I've never had and honestly it kind of freaked me out a little bit but I did end up eating it you know took the chance and it was worth it it was hilarious definitely made the date memorable so I agree with like going to a nice place to eat doesn't have to be nice as inexpensive as in like make it a nice experience and that's something that both you and the person you're going to date with can do back on track. What makes a good date is when the conversation flows and there isn't any awkwardness and lots of laughs. Then someone else immediately said, if the conversation flows easily and doesn't feel forced. So obviously that's already four different people saying conversation. Obviously good conversation is a huge thing. If it's awkward and you can't talk, freely and like flowing and feels natural it's probably on the side of a bad first date moving on what makes a good first date when they actually get to know you and listen and then she also said so many dates feel like I'm being lectured which feels like to me that should go in the bad first date that part is feeling like you're being lectured on a first date it's obviously not ideal. No one really wants that. And then the last few here that makes a good date, genuine laughing, good food and laughs, and clicking on a deep level. I'm like having a little speech thing going on here. Clicking on a deep level. I agree, but I also feel like if you're expecting to click on the first date on a really deep level, that might put a bad taste in your mouth and you might think since you didn't get that super deep connection that it was a bad date when really you might have just needed some more time in order to form that deep level of you know a connection so I would say like don't get your hopes up if you didn't click as deeply as you wanted give it some more time go on another date or two sometimes people need a little bit more time to open up so that's the only thing I would say with that other than that sounds like conversation good food and laughing is the key to a good first date so let's go to what makes a bad first date one I will say I absolutely hate it when people are deliberately late I get it like if you're stuck in traffic and you're like oh my god I'm stuck in traffic and if you know how traffic is around this area you can know if they're you know lying or not honestly I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt until I find out they lied about it so if they were like oh my god I got stuck in traffic that's that's not an issue if it's like 8 p.m not rush hour time and they're like you could tell they just threw some clothes on to get ready. No, that that is like one of my pet peeves is be on time unless it's out of your control. 
Another bad first date trait, I would say, is, again, I agree with if the conversation is not kind of flowing or you're not really like connecting, you don't have a lot in common. Now, you don't have to have everything in common, but you have to click on certain levels, kind of like the clicking on a deep level. You have to click on certain things in order to even make the relationship progress forward. So I think being late, if you can control it, if it's not like traffic, definitely bad. Uh, the conversation not, you know, going smoothly or they feel they're like not trying to talk really that much, especially if you're like probing them, like someone like me, I'd be like, so what is your brother's name? So like, when did you learn how to ride a bicycle? Like, I'm going to try to keep the conversation going. But if you're not really giving me anything to work with, that is one surefire way to ruin the whole, the whole date. So really, those are my two things. Because like I said before, I don't really have too many expectations. If you're late, if the conversation sucks, or I feel like I'm pulling your teeth out. And like, obviously, if the person doesn't look how they were on their like dating app or what like but like I said before if you're not like checking to make sure this person's on a catfish before you go on the date you're doing it wrong so I don't even put that one technically in there because I will know I will make sure now let's see what you guys had to say what makes a bad first date you guys said getting a butt tattoo right after long story but it happened yeah, um, I guess I'll have to get you on the podcast one of these days to kind of go over that because that's not normal. <laughs> Next, someone said, someone who is too conceited or self-absorbed not putting an effort into the date. I can totally agree with that. Someone who, you know, doesn't really try to talk to you to like get to know you too, just kind of like spews out everything about them. You know, it's got to be two-sided. You got to both want to get to know each other. What makes a bad first date? Bad kissing. Seriously. You know who you are. What makes a bad first date? Awkwardness. Realizing you guys have nothing in common. Dullness. No eye contact. I agree with those things because I kind of mentioned them as well. Um, but the no eye contact thing, I I get it if that's your thing, but honestly, like, I don't like staring people down and making like totally complete constant eye contact with somebody. It just makes me feel uncomfortable, especially if I'm just meeting you for the first time on a first date. So I will definitely look somebody in the eyes when I'm going on a date with them. But like if it's not going to be like constant, like super intense forewarning if I ever go on dates again. Next, awkward silences, being more than a few minutes late, and if he doesn't offer to pay. And then the next person also said him not paying. That's all they said. And I'm going to get into that on the next category because I feel like I differ from a lot of women on that topic. So I'll leave my feedback on that to the next category we we're going to go into. The next person said, movies make a bad first date. Like, you're just sitting there, 
staring forward. You can't talk to each other. It's so awkward. And I agree. Like, (laughs) choosing to go to the movies for a first date, you're not going to learn anything about your date unless you're talking while you're getting your ticket, getting popcorn, and then, like, while you're walking to your car. And that's, like, what, maybe a total of 15 minutes, maybe 30 if you're lucky. So, yeah, don't do movies on the first date. Movies are kind of, like, for more, like, relationshipy or your friends. Like, people you don't have to try to get to know while going to see a movie. Next, we have talking about exes or sex makes a bad first date. I agree. I mean, I think there's a way you can talk about your ex or previous relationships in a way that's respectful to being on a first date. Now, if it's like all they can talk about where they seem like they're hung up still on that person, that's definitely like a red flag. And that would, I agree, be annoying. Um, And then the sex thing, someone else mentions it, so I'll leave it to them. Next... What makes a bad first date is when he talks about himself the whole time, doesn't pay, and is super late. Kind of goes with some of the other feedback we got from people. And also my feelings about being super late. Don't like that. Next, what makes a bad first date is too many sexual comments and being mean slash rude to other people. So yeah, sexual comments, I mean... I don't necessarily want to hear them, but if it's, like, just a few thrown in there, I feel like that's just what guys do because these are women talking about guys in this instance. And that's just, like, something that they do, especially joking. And, of course, we know they're serious, too. But if it's too much, I totally agree. Like, if it's a turning into this, like, sexual thing, that definitely ruins a first date and gives off a bad first impression Unless you guys both agreed that it was just going to be like a friends with benefits hookup type of thing. But really those type of people don't really go on dates either. So I'm not sure. But maybe they do. Um, But being mean and rude to other people also is just one of my pet peeves in general. Not just for dates, for like people in life. And just be nice. Like there's there's no need to be mean. There's no need to talk mean about other people that you don't even know and just be rude and no that's that's one surefire way for me to just not like you as a person so I agree with that and if it happens on a date yeah there wouldn't be another one and lastly what makes a bad first date no conversation or awkwardness so I think we can all kind of agree that Good conversation and laughing makes a good date, and bad conversation and awkwardness makes a bad date. Those are obviously the big factors here. There's definitely some other things mixed in there, but if you're just not vibing or clicking, it's, you know, you could definitely try to go on another one. But for most people, I feel like that'd probably be the end of the road. And let's move on to the next category. All right, the next category is what do you expect on the first date? So like I mentioned before in the previous segment, I tend to go into dates with very low or no expectations. And here's why. One, my previous dating experiences have caused me to be this way. And two, you're way less likely to be let down if you have no expectations. Even though... I like to communicate 
with the person that I plan to go on a date with well before we even actually plan the date to kind of see how we vibe before we go, I still have very low or no expectations because you don't know how this person's going to be in real life until you meet them. I mean, you can kind of get a feel for them from communicating prior to the date, but they could be just saying all those things in order to get you on the date. They could be actually that way and then you show up to the date and they're awesome so I mean like there's definitely good and bad good and bad things could happen as we learned in the previous segment as well there can be good dates and there can be bad dates so honestly I don't expect too much on a first date I am going to go into what I mentioned before and that's paying now as far as paying on the first date this is how I feel about it and I feel like it's going to be very controversial probably. So as far as first dates go, I never expect a guy to pay for me on the first date. And here's why. I am perfectly fine paying for my half of the dinner on a first date because if it is a bad date and it is, or even if it's somebody I go on a date with and I realize, okay, maybe I'm not that into them and maybe I don't want to go on another date with them. I would hate for them to have just paid for my food and like paid for me to do something and I never want to see them again like I don't want them to feel used like I don't want also for me to feel like I owe them a second date just because they paid for me to be on the first one so as far as the first date goes unless there's already been like this established kind of thing where Maybe you like hung out with them before, but it wasn't like a date and now you guys are going on an actual date and you kind of already know each other and you know that you vibe well and get along well and things like that. Okay, if he offers to pay, that's nice. But if it's a first first date, meeting for the first time, seeing each other in person for the first time, I do not expect them to pay because I would feel also morally horrible for them paying for me and it not work out. Now, if the situation was reversed and I was paying for their meal or their experience and it didn't work out, I mean, I wouldn't be butthurt about it, but I know that some guys feel like they're only being used for like a meal or things like that because I'm there probably are girls out there who do that and that's horrible you should not be using men or dates to have food to eat food or do things so I get where they're coming from by feeling like they're kind of used in these sort of instances now if it's like the second date and like things are progressing I also don't expect my date to pay for every single date or my boyfriend or whoever that goes into a relationship kind of status with to pay for everything. But as far as first date goes, I do not expect them to pay. I go into every first date expecting to pay my half of whatever we're doing. And I feel like most women should honestly be that way. Maybe I'm like crazy, but at least for the first date that they should be that way because it's kind of like going out with your friends I mean your friends aren't gonna unless it's like your birthday or some special occasion or your friends just want to be super nice that time 
they're not paying for your meal every time you go out. So treat it as like, you know, going out with one of your friends because you guys are friends. You haven't really established a romantic connection yet. So that's my opinion on paying on the first date. Like I said, might cause some issues, might ruffle some feathers, but that's how I feel about it. Like I said, at least for the first date part. So yeah, I don't really expect too much. I hope to have good conversation, laughing, good food, or a lot of fun and wanting to go on another date with that person. But honestly, initially what I expect before going in is absolutely nothing or, you know, the bare minimum of him showing up and looking like how he's supposed to. And to pay my half, especially if it's not going well. I've honestly paid for like an ice cream date with a guy because I knew I was not into him and I felt bad about it. So I paid for the date because I I wanted to end on a good note and that's me paying for something. I have honestly done that before. Maybe his story will be on the podcast soon. Yeah, I think it will. All right, now, so your experiences or your opinions on what to expect on the first date were light conversation about hobbies, interests, etc. I think that's safe to say. Being on time, something that's pre-planned, even if it's even if the planning part is a joint effort. I do agree that it should be something should be planned. When it's kind of like loosey goosey, things can pop up and interfere, and it's not doesn't seem like you're setting a real like initiative to actually go on the date it's kind of just like "Eh, if it happens it happens we'll we'll do this maybe like say you're like oh let's go let's go to the park and it like rains or something I mean that could happen even if you planned it but I just feel like if it's not planned more things could pop up and interfere with actually the date following through so I think planning it does kind of show that they're serious in meeting you and you're serious in meeting them. And I do think it should be a joint effort, not just the guy or whoever. Um, next, someone said, what do you expect on the first date? They expect the guy to plan it, pay, and show he can hold a conversation. Again, we've already heard how I feel about the pay thing and planning it. And obviously, like we mentioned in the the good first date, we want a good conversation. It's got to it's got to be good and flowing. What do you expect on a first date? Nothing. Go in not expecting anything. Be yourself. That came from a guy, and this really has me feeling like when it comes to first dates, I might have a semi guy mentality because that's honestly great advice to me. And I feel like a lot of women should take that advice too. I mean, everyone has their own things that they want, and that's fine. But if you have this kind of mentality, these expectations, which are lack thereof, you might end up in a better situation and being pleasantly surprised. You never know. All right, a few more. What do you expect on the first date? Getting to know each other. Agreed, agreed. Someone who asks questions about me. They should, you know, be putting in that effort to get to know you if they are potentially pursuing a relationship with you so I agree you guys should be finding out things about each other to see if you're compatible or you have chemistry and if you'd get along even so that's good and then lastly 
what do you expect on a first date? A connection. I, I agree with that. Some sort of connection in order to propel you into future dates and potentially relationship and who knows. Now, I don't think it should be a deep, deep connection on the first date. Like someone had mentioned clicking on a deep level before and I kind of told you how I felt about that. But I do think some sort of good connection is not far-fetched to expect on a first date. You would hope for it. Maybe it's what we'd hope for on a first date is a connection, but if you expect it, I hope it works out for you. And on to the next one. What makes you want to go on a first date with someone? So I'm kind of going to break this up into two categories. One is, for me personally, I'm going to break them up. That is, the first one is, meeting on a dating app or going on a date from a dating app and kind of like I mentioned before you have to have good conversation even though it's virtual initially and you also have to prove that you're not a catfish so I have to make sure that you're real and you're going to look like how you look like in your dating app pictures when I meet you in real life and you have to be able to hold a conversation via like text before I expect you to hold a conversation in person. And now some people, you know, don't text a lot and things like that, but I still feel like you can get a good vibe with people by texting and seeing before before you make the plan to go actually go on the date. So if they look like how they're supposed to, if they can have a conversation with me via text before actually even going and they make me laugh, and they make me interested to, like, want to learn more about them and go on the date in order to do that, that's how I feel about that. Now, the category two, if it's someone I met through friends or met out at a bar, honestly, I've already seen them in person. I know what they look like. If we had good conversation when we initially interacted, or I've heard good things about them through other people. That's really all it takes because I will go see for myself. So honestly, trying to have good conversation before and actually looking how you're supposed to are what makes me want to go on a first date with somebody. Now, what you guys think is if they're hot and nice, but most importantly, funny. Obviously, I mentioned them too, so looks are important. They're not everything, but they are important. Can't deny that. Next, drinks, laughs, and conversation, which I think that was supposed to be in what to expect on a first date, so I think those got a little bit mixed up because I I mean, I guess that could make you want to go on a first date, but I think that's what you expect really on a first date personally. I think it got mixed up, but that's, that's just me. What makes you want to go on a first date with somebody is if the guy takes initiative to plan something. If he asks, what do you want to do? Then I'm out. Okay. I, I could see that, but he might be trying to see what kind of things you're interested in, in order to plan something. Now, if he like, doesn't seem like he's really trying which you did mention if 
he takes the initiative. So as long as he's trying to plan something, I don't think it's necessarily horrible that he asks, like, what do you want to do? But if he's expecting you to plan everything, yeah, that's a no. I agree. So next we have, what makes you want to go on a first date with somebody? If they're attractive, sweet, nice, and genuine. Very nice things. I would definitely date or go on a first date with somebody who had those qualities. Next we have, they pursue and want to plan something nice, not into chasing them down. Yeah, you shouldn't have to, guy or girl, be chasing down somebody to have a first date with them. Which I will say, I can be someone who flakes out on first dates because of my busy schedule. Like normally I have at least two or three part-time jobs. I do own my own business that I do work through. It's like I do events through another job I technically have. So it's like sometimes it just doesn't work out. I'm not like avoiding them. And then sometimes I do feel like people probably feel like they are chasing me down because of my schedule. And I'm sorry if I make anyone feel like this or had made anyone feel like this, I should say. It's not a good feeling. So I apologize if I ever personally victimized you in this way. Next, what makes you want to go on a first date with someone? If they are attractive and funny. Boom, that's very popular topic here or answer I should say can't go wrong with those attributes next we have attractiveness first then curiosity be a curiosity about said person potential and this was also from a guy <laughs> the same guy that I mentioned earlier that I think I'm relating mostly towards guys in this episode because those are basically the things that I mentioned as well. So I I totally agree with those. And then we have feeling like they are worth my time. Time is a very valuable form of currency. So I do agree. But I also think that, you know, n- there's no real harm in going on a first date. It'll maybe take two hours, if that. If it goes well, maybe longer. If it doesn't go well, maybe less of your life. I think it's worth a shot most of the time as long as you do your research and feel like you're into this person enough to go on a first date and get to know them better. And lastly, what makes you want to go on a first date with somebody? Them being a good texter or makes me laugh. So again, being funny, laughing, being attractive because that is a huge deal. They need to look like how you think they're going to look or how you're told they're going to look because that's all you really know about somebody until you really get to know them is the outside. And I know they say don't judge a book by its cover, but the cover is all we have before we go on a date and decide we want to open up the book. I mean, you go into a library before you see what's inside any book, you see the cover. And that's how you pick out a lot of times what book you want to read. That's how dating is. It's like a freaking library. You see all the covers. You maybe like read the back 
or the inside little tab that tells you a little bit what the book's about and decide if you want to, you know, check it out of the library and bring it home with you and actually read the book. That is literally dating. Dating is like a library. And that was a good a little analogy thing there. I can't lie to you. That was good. But yeah, so I mean, reel them in with the looks and show them what you got once you get there. That's what you got to do. What helps you determine if there should be a second date? So these kind of all go together. If the first date has went well in your opinion and you guys, you know, really connected, had good conversation, laughed, both seem to find each other attractive. I know that's hard to like really judge without being like, do you find me attractive? But I feel like you can still kind of gauge it and kind of see how they're responding to you and kind of see if they are interested in going on another date or not if they seem like they were into the date and of course like if you're someone like me if I go on a first date and I think it went well I will personally be like that was a lot of fun hope we get to do it again sometime or something like I'll send that text message and kind of probe them and see how they felt about it and then they're either like yeah I can't wait like let's plan something or you know let's figure it out or they're like yeah I don't think we're like on the same page or you know gonna work out or however they want to say it but I think there's nothing wrong with honestly just like either you can say it to their face if you want to do that or you can be like me and kind of save it for a little bit after and shoot a text message and kind of see how the situation went but I mean if I had a good time and I want another date I'm gonna put in the effort to try to make that happen and try to make the person know that I'm interested in going on another date and seeing them again so I mean kind of like we talked about what makes a good date if it checks all the boxes of a good date then yeah, I'm going to want to go on another date with you. And I'm going to ask you after the first date how you felt about it and see how you feel to kind of see if it's even going to make it there. And if not, no hard feelings, on to the next one. But if so, then you know right then and there and you don't have to like assume or wonder what they're thinking. Obviously, honesty is the best policy. So just be real with how you feel and it'll work out what you guys thought helps you determine if there should be a second date is good kissing and other unmentionables yeah I edited that thank you again to the person who knows who she is for putting these answers someone else said if we had enough in common and if there was chemistry there I think that's very reasonable. Reasonable for sure. If you had a good time. Honestly, at the end of the day, if you had a good time, that's all that matters. Definitely go for the second date. And hopefully they had a good time and you will find out. What helps you determine if there should be a second date? If the natural chemistry is there and if I find that my cheeks hurt from smiling after the date. That is always a good sign when you can kind of like feel the connection or chemistry while you're even on the first date 
and that you've been smiling all night because they've made you happy or made you laugh. So definitely good indications that you're down for a second date and hopefully they are as well. What helps you determine if there should be a second date? I almost always give a second date a chance unless it's horrible. It takes time to get to know somebody. And this is so important. Like, if you're not going to be flat out honest and, like, tell the person how you felt after the date, then just try again and see if you had the same results as your first date Or maybe things got better because you guys, you know, know each other a little bit better now that you're on the second date and you've met each other. So that initial like sometimes awkwardness of actually meeting somebody face to face is over because honestly, sometimes little things like that that we don't really like consciously think about can kind of affect how we act without even knowing it. So I, I honestly could not agree more and Unless some guy was like, no, like, I don't want to go on a second date with you. I would, I would go on a second date. I mean, unless it was like a horribly, horribly bad date where I can already tell like there's no saving this. I agree. I would do the second date. Why not? All you'll waste is time and it's not even that much time. You can literally go and see, see if things are better, see if things are worse and go from there either progress to more dates or go back to the drawing board or the dating apps it's up to you so that that is definitely a big one I 100% agree with that what helps you determine if there should be a second date if the conversation is good and they are attentive and the end of things feel natural I'm guessing like you mean like the end of the date feels natural but Yeah, I mean, obviously, we all know by this point, conversation is key. It's very important. If it's going to be awkward and weird and whatever, that's, it's going to be hard to salvage a second date from that. But if it so happens, and you go, and maybe things are better, it's worth the shot. What helps you determine if there should be a second date? If you think about him the next day in a good way after the first one. I definitely agree. Or you can shoot your shot like me, especially if you're thinking about it. Throw it out there, see how he's feeling. But that's not for everybody. Wait for him to come to you if that's if that's what makes you comfortable. Next we have, if you can read that the other person is interested as much as you are. I agree. Like, you kind of have to use your, your body language and your, like, intuitiveness to some degree and feel out the situation. Or you ask them, like I said, or you wait, or you just go on a second date anyway. There's plenty of options. What helps you determine if there should be a second date? If I had fun and laughed, very good. If I didn't want the first one to end, that's a separate person, by the way. That is always a good sign that there should be another date. Is if you like didn't want the first one to end, you're definitely ready the second one and yeah actually I think that was I thought there was another one but that is the last one that you guys gave me and so we're on to our last category and the last category is first date ideas so kind of like I mentioned before and what we talked about with like a good first date 
anything that is like interactive and fun like oh I love me some putt-putt especially around here like the beach areas the little beach putt-putt I love me some putt-putt golf or like I said anywhere that has good food doesn't have to be fancy or crazy um being by the beach too it's nice to go like walk on the beach I did have kind of like an official first date with somebody sitting on the beach at sunset and just talking and getting to know them so I have done that um yeah but honestly I'm pretty much down for anything that's not gonna like terrify me I am afraid of heights so things having to do with heights probably not so much but honestly you can't go wrong with anything outdoors um even just going to the beach having a beach day um, or going kayaking, paddle boarding, going to the pool, like anything, anything where you can talk besides the movies, like previously mentioned. Movies is pretty, pretty bad. I'm trying to think of things that are similarly as bad date ideas as movies, like other things you can't talk, I guess. I don't know. I'm sure there's definitely some out there. But yeah, so putt-putt, beach, food, a stroll in the park or a stroll on the beach, like, I'm all about it. And here are some of your opinions and answers to that. Sunset picnic on the beach. That sounds perfect. Someone else said picnic, too. And honestly... I have not been on a picnic in a hot minute and I would actually like really freaking enjoy a picnic because that's like food and being outside. It's like a double whammy. So I feel like I need a picnic in my life soon, especially during these times. I mean, you can make your little picnic basket at home and go wherever you want to go while social distancing. It's a perfect idea for right now. And especially if you live around the area that I do, go to the beach sunset beach picnic that's perfect next we have beach bar or restaurant obviously good good choices too if they're open right now next we have dinner either before or after an outdoor activity that keeps you having fun I think that's a good idea the only thing with if you do an outdoor activity before and you get kind of like gross and sweaty I mean I would obviously just being the person I am, still go gross and sweaty after like say kayaking or paddleboarding all day and then going and eat somewhere because most likely you're going to go out to like a beachy restaurant or like somewhere outside that it's not crucial or at least take like a break and like go freshen up and then go back to dinner if you're doing like the activity before or after. Otherwise, maybe eat before so you still look pretty nice and then do your activity after. Still good, good ideas. Next, we have something involving alcohol and food. These are tried and true first date ideas. Next, we have coffee slash drinks or something interactive like Top Golf. Totally, totally agree with those. I will say though, I've been offered coffee dates, but I've never actually been on one. So, like, maybe I need to have somebody on the podcast one day to kind of go into like coffee date stuff because I've I've actually never been on one now that I think about it. Hmm. Next we have rooftop bar, boating, parks. All good. 
I actually forgot boating. Well, I mean, like, kayaks, technically a water vessel. But, no, those are all great. Love the ideas. And lastly, we have beach and ice cream, kayak, or take her to the bar and see if she can hang. (laughs) Do you guys actually, like, take girls to the bars to see if they could hang? Because I would be out after like two drinks I am such a lightweight I would fail and it would just not be good and plus like you don't want to give the wrong idea with trying to get too cray cray on the first date yeah I said cray cray get you don't want to get like too too drunk on the first date that's how I feel maybe you guys do to either forget it or to lead to other things that's your prerogative but I say maybe like one or two alcoholic beverages on the first date. I lied. There's one more category. And that is how many first dates do you go on a month? I asked you guys. And I want to start by saying some people answered this who are in relationships. And also I know Corona has kind of limited the amount of dates people are going on. So I'm sure these have affected the answers But I hope it still gives people a little bit more insight. So 23 people said zero. And I'm one of those people because I am seeing somebody. But I was really surprised. But slash not surprised just because of the coronavirus. Like I wonder if this would have been a lower scored option if times were different but maybe not next we have one to three dates a month and 10 people said that that's how many they go on the next we have four to six dates a month and three people said that that's how many they go on and lastly we have six to ten plus dates a month and eight people said they went on that many and you know Maybe I need to get some of you people who go on a bunch of dates a month to come on the podcast as well. Because one, how do you have the time and the energy? And like, if you are the guy who is paying for all these dates that these women are expecting to pay, how do you afford to do that? Is it worth the money to do that in the long run? I mean, I think, you know you meet people for a reason so you could say that is it is worth it but that just is a lot that is a lot of dates six to ten a month hmm i wonder what the highest is i should have asked that we may never know or maybe we'll know on a different episode but that kind of rounds out this week's episode we'll do a little recap as always but first dates can be weird whether we realize it or not and it is kind of like the library analogy that I mentioned earlier you're kind of you know picking a book off the shelf that you don't really know too much about you just know what it looks like on the outside and maybe a little bit of information about it. But you have to really decide if you're going to commit to reading it. 
And that's basically what dating is like, what a first date is like. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty that can make people anxious and, you know, nervous. I get nervous on all my first dates. Every single one, I get nervous because I just don't know and I don't have those expectations. And of course, that can make certain people feel a certain way. I don't think I get anxious and nervous for myself, like for how someone's going to see or perceive me. It's just like meeting somebody new and, you know, they're in some way becoming a part of your life, even if it's just that first date. I mean, I might not be able to recall every single thing about every single date I've ever had, but I do remember all the dates I've ever had, be them one first date or, you know, three year long relationship. Like, obviously you're going to remember that one though. But what I'm trying to say here is first dates are, are uncharted territory every time you go on one because it's a new person every first date that's why it's a first date it's first time you know really meeting and sitting down with somebody so you know I think you should put yourself out there and go on the first date if you feel like it's the right decision for you I don't think you should go on a date with every single person person you match with or talk to I do think you should kind of filter through the options that you have if you have options or if you don't even if it's just one person trying to take you on a date like if you're not really feeling it for some reason then don't do it but even if you're not really feeling it and you want to still give it a shot then go for it I mean I know that's kind of conflicting advice but at the end of the day you're going to do what you want to do and that's why I'm saying you should either do it or don't based on what you want to do. I don't think there's anything wrong with not going on a date if you don't want to or going if you're not 100% sure about it just to see what it's like. But the less expectations you have in the beginning, the more you set yourself up to really knowing somebody and really allowing them to show you who they are rather than having all these expectations that you kind of created in your mind because you don't really know this person yet and them either not meeting them when they never were supposed to anyway because, like I said, you created them in your mind or, you know, they could exceed anything you could have ever possibly imagined. So just give it a shot, especially in times like this, like, the future right now is so uncertain. If you can go on a date and be safe and you feel like you're into it, then you should do it. Life is short. That's that's what I'm going to end it this week. Life is short. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you're partaking in Thirsty Thursday, drink a little something for me. And I'll see you guys next week.